welcome to the Zen series of the Chat Venture podcast, where we will travel with Mike into a monastery and find out about his experiences and talk to a lady who began her life in Germany but then adopted the life of a Zen monk in Japan. All this and more in this series of the Chet Venture podcast. Roll the music. Welcome, welcome everybody for to a new episode of Chef Venture Podcast. And uh-huh. this time around, we are um, well. I'm in the same place, but Chetan <coughs> is in a new country. Yeah, a new, a new Where old country, a new old country. Uh, I'm, I'm back home in London. In that's not the country. The country is uh, the United Kingdom or Great Britain or whatever combination of countries that you know you, you care about the most basically do you want to include northern <laughs> ireland or not if you do we're in the united kingdom <laughs> and uh <laughs> we can just say england as well england I, I'm, in, <laughs> I'm, in, <laughs> I'm, basic, I'm in england uh, don't have to Try and get guess, so political from like the first minute of the podcast. I'm really nervous coming back. It's like, where have I arrived? What's changed? <laughs> it is. It is a quite politically charged um, place, though. I, I find uh, the UK, Great Britain. Um, you know, Great Britain's got Scotland trying to break off into the North Atlantic, and UK has got issues with. Well, how, wait, how many days have you been there? uh about four or five now and it's kind of interesting because you said i, I came oh, okay. to a new country but i've actually come home and it feels like a new country um and, and what well, because weird, you can weird. already feel the political charge or less, so to speak less, less, <laughs> less the political charge more 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 the fact that I've, I've i've been away for a couple of years uh in a very different place in, in colombia mm. And uh, out there, I've got married and, you know, moved on in life and I've come back. And I guess my relationship with with, with my life in the UK, which I'm reliving now in a way, um, is very, very different. And, and so it feels that the whole country feels different to me. Um, was it, was it difficult to get in? Did you have to uh, do any... Um... Any days of um, quarantine? Quarantining and stuff, no. Luckily, all that's over now. The pandemic's, for the most part, in the world done, I think. I mean, apart from wearing masks on the plane. There was well, no... in Japan, you still need to, uh, I think you still need to provide uh, proof of uh, uh, negative test. Um, no, none of that here. And you might have to quarantine. Yeah, you, So it's basically just back yeah. to normal. You just, you just show back your passport, normal. you go through to border control, yeah. and you get in. Exactly. I, yeah, exactly. It, completely uh, back to normal to direct flights and yeah it is good to hear and, and, and no checks for vaccine um vaccines which uh, for me uh, are we gonna get are we gonna go though we're gonna get political which <laughs> means it's a good thing it's a good thing i, I, I think I, that's I, a great I, thing yeah yeah i think it's good that you don't have to present your papers people. on a, exactly. on a <laughs> to to be allowed to travel around <laughs> exactly to exist <laughs> to exist <laughs> Yeah, you to can. live your life, don't have to present your papers anymore. Yeah, you don't need that. Exactly, exactly that. 
And bloody hell, how many people were faking them anyway? Uh, who who the hell was even checking that shit when they were when they were actually um, supposed to be verifying stuff? I remember people just showing any old piece of paper or card, and they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You showed me something, so carry. Well, I, I remember my mum said that when she came into um, when she left when she went back to the UK from Japan. Yeah, um, I think she said they didn't even like at that time they were. Um, yeah still checking everything yeah but they said she said essentially basically they didn't really ask for anything they just they just um i mean right. i think you had to quarantine she had quarantine it's pretty hard they didn't ask to check uh for uh, the um uh, the negative test okay i think she had to she got it yeah but i don't think anyone there when she said i think she said when she went there yeah no one actually checked it okay well there you go there you go mm. even though I remember back then it was really harsh. The UK was extremely harsh to like countries like uh, Colombia, like red zoning them. And then you had to have like 10 day quarantine. So they should be. And pay. I hardly, hardly. I mean, they were allowing, <laughs> like India at that time had just kind of just turned the whole world upside down with a, with a new variant and a new, you know, explosion of coronavirus cases. And like mm-hmm. they were allowed to, Indians, were allowed to come here and go back and forth um, not long mm. after, but the, but Colombian. So it just felt it, at the time, again, I don't know why the theme today is politics, but it just felt political uh, back then, you know, that, that countries where the UK needed a lot of people traffic, like there's a lot of Indians in the UK, so a lot of people traffic. They were I mean, the whole, the whole COVID up. pandemic is it yeah, towards at the beginning. Columbia it was, a, it was a, it was a health thing, but towards the end, to be honest, as far as I could see, it was just a completely political thing. Yeah, how true colours are coming out moved. right now. A true frustration. <laughs> yeah. <you know>? yeah. <laughs> just spinning out. <laughs> it was, but towards the end, it had nothing to do with, uh, you know, if it, if it had any logical, like, uh, like thought process of actual health and biology and, and, and immunology, then it would have happened, it would have been gone the way it did. It was completely political towards yeah. the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then I think people were showing their frustration. Anyway, I'm glad to be home. I'm glad to nice. be springtime in the UK. The apple blossom is out. It's pink. And it's in the garden. We have gardens here, um, not apartments, as my life is in back in Colombia in Bogota. Um, I brought the garden to the podcast today. I did. With, you uh, did. You did. <laughs> we both have hay fever. I'm very surprised that you've got like a ball of pollen next to your nose. Just, I wouldn't. Dare. Yeah, and I, I don't. I don't take any. Um, I don't take any uh, tablets as well. Maybe stupid, stupidly, but um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just. Uh, I just. I just. I, I will always choose aesthetics over uh, my own health. Actually, that's not true. I don't give a shit about ethics <laughs> usually. But <laughs> today, <laughs> today, today, I'm putting some flowers on the table next to me, and I've got my because usually I'm facing the other way because I just it's just a white wall. But today, I thought maybe I'll turn it the other way so you can see my photo. I mean, the, uh, of the, the tiger picture in the background. My favorite, a little animal. bit, a little bit more. Yeah, my my, my sister sent uh, a little. Uh, image of something that she like something i written when when i was a kid and when i was eight years old actually at primary school because i wrote i'm eight years old on it and uh and my favorite animal back then was a tiger and by the by my my favorite uh, my best plant i think i wrote was a mango and my favorite fruit was a chiku which is very 
similar to a uh, Sapote Costeño, which is something in Colombia. So I'm in the right country right now, minus the Tigers. I got the other. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I was going to say, this podcast, I'm really curious about your experience um, in a meditation retreat. But before that, I actually want to talk about a bit about coming home after spending a lot of time away in a new country. And um, because I know you've done that, I, I'm doing it for the first time right now. It's an interesting experience, but I know you've had have experienced that too, having lived in Dubai for quite a while before coming back to the UK. Do you remember that? How, how long were you away from the UK before you? Wait, so you you back? you haven't gone back since you moved to Colombia. You, you... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's it's the idea. Okay. Uh, I thought you'd been living in Colombia a bit longer. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. Um, I've been there and back. I've been there and back. I was there for like periods of time. Um, I was like three mm. months or something and then come back and then go again for three months. Mm. But this is like putting... So why, why does it feel country. weird? Why does it feel weird? Or it's different, at least. I've been trying to figure it out, man. And to be honest, like the, the best analogy that I've come up with is that um, have you ever gone back to like school or gone back to uni, like after you're done with it for a few years, gone back to the building? I did. I did go to school. Yes. I did. I know sometimes when you talk to me, it seems like uh, an, un, un, I'm an uneducated buffoon, but uh, surprisingly, <laughs> surprisingly so I did go to school. I, I did go to school. Sorry. So I, I do know what that feeling is like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I meant it. Do you know what it feels like, Michael, to, uh, to go to school and have a summer holiday and then come back to school? No, like yes. Yes, yes, I do. I do know what that feels like because I did attend school when I was young. <laughs> that's, that's no, I mean, I mean, what I meant was, um, have, have you come back to school after you were done with it? Like, after you graduated, we went to uni together, Mike. So, if you didn't, so <laughs> I know you went to school. Um, <laughs> Uh, but so, so after what oh, go you, back to school did you go to visit do you mean go back to, oh yeah no why would i do that I <laughs> fuck, fuck that okay well <laughs> that's you <laughs> yeah, with my friends. i avoided the place like a plague so i was trying to find a familiar i think i did go uh, go see the union uh at university once or twice but that's bad okay, let's, go, let's, let's, go, let's go uni then like so so after okay so yeah okay so after even imperial you you, you went back um, just for a pint mm. at the union okay mm-hmm. so i think maybe that's the best <laughs> best best uh kind of point of reference that we both have because there's this place where you spend so many years where you developed so many parts of yourself where you have so many memories both hard and easy and good and bad and poured in you know so many hours into that place and um years relationships friendships things we carry with us today everything happened you can see it when you but when you when you go back to that same place that was pivotal for you when you go back now that place has no 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 space for you like what are you gonna do i hate uni you're not studying anymore you're just kind of lingering and what uh what, what are you going to do for it? What is it, what is it going to do for you? you you're, you're not there anymore to learn anything, to do anything, to meet people. Maybe you can, you know, maybe business could be a thing, right? That you could engage with it and build a new relationship. But but it's kind of that feeling of, of 
entering that place where you have all these memories and it's so important to you and now the relationships kind of change you don't really have a need for each other anymore or, or a place right now you have to figure that out again that's what it feels like in the UK I've come back home to to a place where I've got so many memories and so many important things happen like every corner you know I spent almost 30 years here right <clears throat> or yeah around about that and uh and now it's like apart from saying hi to my family I don't really know what I can what I'm here doing anymore I'm not learning I'm not studying I'm not living I'm not doing anything I'm just here temporarily as relationships change and they're kind of figuring that out again a bit of nostalgia a bit of confusion a bit of very similar well, feels very 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 similar. what I can say is that yeah. I definitely did not think about it as much as you did. <laughs> I, I, I remember when I first came home after like a year in Dubai, I was just like, oh, it's nice to be back home. Cool. <laughs> I, I don't think I went that farther, further, much further than that in my thought process. About I mean, yeah. Mm, I, I was just, it was just nice to come back to uh, some greenery, uh, whereas yeah. it was so Dubai's bloody hot and, and sandy. Yeah, I guess it was kind of just like um, I, it felt more like um, like a vacation than going. Uh, it was it was like going back home, but then while I was back home, it felt more like a vacation. Exactly, like, yeah. uh, and also like fitting, but then but less less uh, less. Um, uh easy going as a vacation it's much it was much more stressful because you have to fit you know you're gonna see all your friends you're gonna see all your family this is the thing um, isn't that weird oh my pa- my parents yeah. are my parents are divorced so i have to i have to go yeah. see my dad i can't see both of them at the same time so it's like that's <laughs> more time that's like cut because i have to go see them i'm gonna go one or the other who am i gonna spend more time with then Equal, yeah. like, equal, equal. And every time I go try and see my friends, my mom, my mom would always be like, "You're just spending all your time where you're here, just with your friends. You're not spending any time with me." So like, well, I got to, I got to allocate yeah, yeah, some right. time, don't I? <laughs> hmm? Wait, um, yeah, but is, is, isn't that the 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 whole the, the crux of it? Is right there. So she she did experience it because it's like home is the place from which you take vacations. Vacations happen away from home. Now you're taking a vacation at home and it's not even relaxing like oh i'm home now i've got nothing i'm just I'm, everything's kind of there for me no it's, it's, it's stressful because now instead of hanging out with your friends you're visiting friends as if you were going to a foreign country and like catching up with people and and, and no. you have to yeah exactly make a decision not because because home you have an infinite amount of time normally right you have all year so you don't really have mm. to make this choice between do i hang out two more days here and then go see my friend on the third day so i can get a nice balance of things you don't normally have to make those decisions so it's very that's what i mean on on that level it's a very weird thing and then there's just this whole surreal experience of being having all these images almost nostalgic all these images of places i haven't seen for Mm. a long time but they're real now they're like not just a memory they're something i can be in so yeah yeah that, that 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 whole experience was for the first three four days very very surreal but now it's kind of calmed down but yeah so, so it's there it's like that it's the whole thing is reversed and it's kind of weird i think i found it but mm. i think um through coffee 
sorry to excuse me if i'm rambling but uh, i think i think through coffee through uh mm. going to roasteries trying to create business relationships and new relationships here that will um are, that are surrounded around business it will help me re-engage <laughs> with london in a new way and in a way that, that that doesn't start and stop when i leave because you know i'll still need to work with the same people and yeah exactly so that, mm. that i think i think that'll be helpful yeah 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 so you so, got a you got a you got quite a busy time lined up then while you're there some, somehow man it's was completely ridiculous and every, every, all the weekends are really booked up um we are going to spend a weekend in holland next week because my my wife's brother lives there and uh we're gonna take a road trip we're gonna sleep so my friends converted Ooh. a van <laughs> oh you met him in Colombia, Michael, the other Michael. The, <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And he's uh, converted the van so we can sleep in the back of it. And, um, oh, I just got a notification from Zoom. Terrible. My God. Yeah. It's terrible, I, isn't it? Yeah, I, I did so. as well. Okay. Well, we'll, uh, in that case, have to start a new recording in 10 minutes. But whatever, mm. next time we'll, we'll fix the problem. Um, so... Yeah, so he's converted his van. So at the back, you can actually sleep. And so we're going to do a mixture of like just basically, I don't know what you call this it. This is with van. Michael, right? Exactly. So we're going to drive to Kent. Okay. We're going to sleep either in the either in the van or outdoors somewhere. Uh, you know, just be free in the UK, shower in the rivers, and uh, do, do this. <laughs> That's all awful. Sounds fantastic. Cooking, making our way up to um, Holland slowly, slowly. So we're going to pass Bruges, have lunch in Bruges, and then maybe Rotterdam around the windmills, stay another night, and then so on like that. And then Utrecht is where where my uh, my brother lives. But not, I know you're not, not going to go by. You're not going to go by Amsterdam. Uh, We'll probably pop in on Amsterdam now because Amsterdam's like a bit further north, but we're probably going to pop in um, on, on on the last day just to get lunch. Just a quick, just a quick uh, path through to pick up some stuff, right? Well, if you want to pick up some stuff, I think that's all over the um, all over the country. Ah, right, okay. My experience yeah. is only in Amsterdam, which I've been to multiple times. Yeah, great did you have some Love really it. funny experiences they're like when well, even when you were at school you're like bunk school one day and went to amsterdam i did yeah when i was in sixth form <laughs> i i <laughs> told my mom i was going to my dad's house and i told my dad i was going to my mom's house and then on friday I went to meet my friends at the train station and we took our plane took the plane over to amsterdam <laughs> i remember getting on the plane with my school uniform on people be looking at me like what the hell are these guys <laughs> <laughs> and, and then we got we got so drunk and so high the whole weekend <laughs> i tried and that was the first time i tried uh, magic mushrooms as well you guys were 18 no i think i was 16 or 17 oh so you can make decisions so you're allowed to fly on your own oh that, that's really pushing the limit isn't it so you were in amsterdam they were they were because you're underage over there right Mm, so they were being um, okay (laughs) interesting (laughs) (laughs) risky well one of my friends i went with two friends and one of them's like really big guy and um (laughs) and we i remember we were in the pub and we're just challenging 
we weren't. We were just challenging people to have a drinking uh, downing competition, beer downing competition with uh, our friend. Yeah. And I mean, he could just like down a beer. And this was like when we were 16 or something. <laughs> he could down a beer in like two seconds or something. And, and we we're just like, yeah. <laughs> and what? then I think by the end of the, that night, we were just absolutely gone. I think I think my friend threw up in the on the mattress and then. Um, Lovely. I think I remember we threw the mattress out the window of the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was a uh, it was um Sounds very naughty like naughty something trip. yeah it's a naughty sixteen year olds will do. Well, I still I, that's that's impressive. So, what, what was the fallout from this? Like, um, what happened then with your parents? Did they ever find out, or is this the big announcement here? You come out with the story. <clears throat> No, I've told them already. They know the story, but uh, they didn't find out until I told told them like years later. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that's that's, that's yeah. good. That's good. But I'm by that sure. point, they just found it. You know, when I told them, they were just like they just laughed. Yeah, but I'm sure if they... I told them at that time, yeah, yeah, yeah. get your ass. Well, I'm an, I'm I'm already an adult by this point. You know, this, they can they can't scold me. They can't. Oh, um, but also they, um, they, they ground me. They see who you've become, Mike, and they're proud of you, and so they're like, "Oh, that's a funny story." But back then. They'd extrapolate from that point and going, if this idiot <laughs> is doing this now in two mm. years, he's just in jail. The, the, if anything, if anything, it's the, yeah. they should be proud of you know, that I had that level of independence when I was young. <laughs> well, <laughs> see, now, now, now we can now we can like, yeah, exactly. We can we can join the dots backwards and, and make those interpretations at that time. You know, that would be yeah, very I think I guess that's that's, that's part part of <laughs> how the, independent uh, my son. Are we are we condoning this? Well, I mean, I mean, we are, we are, I would say that the two of us are quite adventurous people, right? And so maybe that kind of like, that kind of, um, uh, yeah, that kind of behavior probably added to uh, the adventurous type of personality that I have today, you know? Yeah, I think at that time, yeah, I, I dreamed a lot about getting out of the country and doing things on my own and had loads of plans. The closest I came to it was just like walking through forests, though, and I spent almost no time in, in well, whilst I was at school in the classroom. Every second I got, I was out because there's a forest behind the house. I was I was out back there, and I think we we ended up getting on a mission to um, reroute the course of a river that was flowing through that forest. I mean, I, I like can, ten I guys can exactly like dredging it. <laughs> I can. This is this. I, I I can definitely see this is what you were like when you're young. <laughs> uh, it doesn't surprise me in the least. <laughs> yeah. Least though. I mean, I mean, that's I. That's still what you're like now. I remember when we were at university, <laughs> when we were coming out of a. I think I can't remember which museum, but uh, in central London, and I think. It was with Sarah at the time, and we were just walking along, and then we noticed that you weren't walking next to us, and then we I looked back, this. and you were looking, looking at a little flower bed outside the museum, <laughs> going, "Guys, guys, it's it's wild garlic." <laughs> yeah. We're just like, we're just like, great, <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> That's a very good point, by the way, though, because in the forest back behind my house, there's a good me mm. right now. A ton of wild garlic growing, so I'm gonna harvest it probably this afternoon. Now that you reminded me of it. And uh, make a pesto. Fantastic. Can you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is it? Is it a bulb? The wild garlic, or is it? <laughs> yeah. It's it's not directly related to. Um, it's not related at all to like garlic and onions. 
but it does it does come from a bulb i think underground yeah as well has more delicate flowers but it's the leaves it's the leaves that you harvest and the leaves have a um, really nice yeah, I fragrant, thought so. sweet garlic aroma and flavor yeah and it tastes like garlic when you eat it yeah fantastic great as a green pesto just full of uh herbaceous garlicky yeah mm. flavor very delicate though you don't really want to cook it or anything you just want to well let us know yeah. cook, cook one up but uh, maybe take a photo of it and uh, yeah. it, put it onto the website and um mm. and then let us know what it's like on your next podcast yeah 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 actually can can yeah we will we'll do that exactly and uh maybe yeah. Eat some leaves on the podcast too to keep you mm. and alive. if it's but don't say don't say it was it's great just for the sake of it if it was shit then you have to tell us it was shit as well be a bit careful because they might have some on it because <laughs> it's in the forest oh god <laughs> to clean this stuff quite well that's what I meant when I when I was saying it sounds awful about taking shower in the river in UK. I don't know if I would trust a, a river running through. Uh, I, I did it once before. So I had some like um, clients in Switzerland that they, they were flying me over. And just the night before I took that first class flight over to Zurich, um, we were sleeping in a forest down in the south. And... Um, and yeah, that morning before I took my first class flight, my, my, my shower was in a river. And I remember just seeing a cow in front of me and thinking, well, I Why might was have a shower fluke. in the river. I might have a little because I was sleeping in the forest. What? So I slept in the forest. But didn't your client, your client flew you over first class, you said? Uh, so Why so were you sleeping, first, no, why no, you no, sleeping in the forest? The night then? before my flight. So the shower... So you know, like how you oh, shower. Oh, you okay, sorry. At home, yeah. I thought you. I thought you meant they they flew you over first class and made you sleep in a forest. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bad trick. That'd be yeah. quite scary, actually. <laughs> like, okay, Ooh, I'm done for now. <laughs> I got flown over first class. Oh wait, it's cutting out in a minute. So shall we? Shall we start a new um? A, a new recording and then well let's wait and see if it actually people. does because it shouldn't be cutting out i mean there's only two participants isn't it? so okay, let's so see if it cuts out then we cut out and then we'll just uh, come back to you in a okay. few minutes but let's see it might it might it might stop it might just carry on because it it's supposed on. to it's so supposed to supposed to yeah. it shouldn't be it shouldn't be cutting out at all zoom but otherwise we're going to be able to google i think next time uh, yeah yeah they will not have our our, our uh custom our services anymore not, not service no. uh custom right custom. I mean, we, yeah. we won't use their <laughs> services anymore yeah so mm. yeah 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 i mean as you can tell i enjoy live i enjoy sleeping outdoors so um, you you just yeah. decided to sleep in the forest the night before you left or uh, Okay, back again. Uh, yeah, so exactly. It, did, it didn't continue. <laughs> so we have to start again. <laughs> Piece of rubbish. I'm gonna. We're gonna. <laughs> we're gonna send them a harshly worded letter. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, I think you're asking me if I were. Uh, if, if if I just decided if to you like, were on a trip or, or you whatever. just was uh, yeah spontaneously decided the night before. Well, to go I just I just forest. decided that. Hey, there's a forest near Heathrow Airport. Wouldn't it be more interesting if we just went out there, slept overnight, then went to Heathrow Airport? <laughs> is, that, yeah. is that what happened? 
Yeah, except we didn't go to the one near Heathrow Airport. We went to one that's about six hours away from London and then drove back again. <laughs> it was epic. Go right? directly from camping to, to getting on the plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just I had a shower in the river and then just put my clothes on and, and we drove straight to the airport after that. Um, that night was really uh, amazing in, in a pine forest. We just strung up the hammocks and sleeping in a hammock in a pine forest is, pheno- for me, I found it phenomenal because you have that really fresh smell coming in. At the same time, you got the sound of all those trees, but it's quite warm because the trees do block out a lot of the wind. It's all mossy and stuff. And this is the uh, forest in the UK. <clears throat> What's it called? Is this in Dartmoor? Um, there's this ancient forest in the UK that's like 10,000 years old. It's the original kinds of woods that we used to have all around the UK, but this is the last living example of it. And uh, it's, it's about 10,000 years old, so it dates back to the last ice age. And it feels and looks like Lord of the Rings. It's very small. Oh, really? So you and 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 so you really want to be careful. Oh my God, you're in I, it. I need to go see. Oh, Lord of the Rings is one completely. Of my... We were going to put our hammocks up inside that forest until we just realized that uh, this would be potentially slightly damaging and a bit disrespectful because it's that precious. You know, you really get the sense of how precious this place is. You said you did put up the hammocks. Not in that forest, in a pine forest nearby. But the original idea was to sleep in that forest, yeah. Uh, But we just felt like we we will probably leave an imprint if we spent... It's it's such a delicate place, you know, that you can easily... What kind of trees? I think there were oaks and birches, but really old, really knotted. Like they don't mm. look like, and they're stunted. They're, they're, they're not tall trees, they're short trees. It's like, it's like Fanghorn Forest. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> really, it's, it's eerie. I was a bit upset because whilst we had this respect, others didn't, and they were just like climbing on top of the trees and like letting their kids just kick off the moss from the branches. And, you know, and I thought that's going to take a few hundred years to to look the same that patch <laughs> and so i hope mm. we don't get hope well you know i hope when the chair venture podcast explodes and everyone hears this and everyone wants to go to this forest that we have a very respectful audience base and that will actually appreciate well, it's no use space. because you can't remember the name of it well there's only one so <laughs> if, i think if you typed in like ancient forest dartmoor it'll come up yeah is it okay yeah fair I mean, enough. why don't i just i was about to it? ask is it is it the is it the same forest uh, from Robin Hood? But if it's in Dartmoor, then I guess it's not. No, no, no. That, that that's 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 just a standard oak woodland, isn't it? Sherwood Forest. Um, Sherwood. Oh, that's it. Yeah, Sherwood. But it's supposed to be like uh, like a very ancient mystical forest as well that people were scared to go in. That's what that's what uh, Robin really? Hood and his and his band of thieves and his merry men safe because nobody ever wanted to go into the Sherwood Forest. <laughs> so. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's nice, Mike. It's good to know. Because <laughs> <laughs> the Merryman was safe. Um, by the way, it's called it's I... called Wisman's Wood. Wisman's Wood is the um, is the Wisman's name of the wood. Yeah, exactly. It's not what Sounds you're like thinking. It's out it is of Lord Mike. of the Rings as well. I mean, it is. <laughs> it, it is. I wouldn't be surprised if Tolkien was inspired by this place and. Base fang on he was, on he was uh, most of his uh, work is uh, is uh, through inspiration of um, British uh, landscapes. I think uh, British landscape and folklore. Uh, I think like oh. Celtic and uh, exactly, um, exactly. I mean, no, oh, exactly. 
so mm. so it's one of those places it's it's really it's really worth uh if you like nature it's not very big right you're not going to be immersed in this thing for absolutely hours and hours and walking for days on end no it's it's, it's short it's a small patch but it's immersive and it's very special and it's worth taking a due detour for i think visiting Wisman's wood visiting the coastline as well that part of the uk because it's very very actually very nice um nice blue sea over there anyway and cliffs and right. stuff. i might have to go visit then when um when i go back in july yeah and that'll be that'll be three years away from the uk also then we can hear your story about that too It'd be quite interesting would be quite interesting well, mine won't be as deep as i'll just be like it was nice when i got back yeah. was, i'd missed it and, and that's about it well i would love to hear uh anyone else's kind of thoughts and ideas about you know coming back to your home if you've been an expat for a while expat or immigrant whatever you want to call yourself for a while um and mm. coming back home after like building a life really in another place um is also, it a stressful experience is it is it yeah. a Fun experience. Do you, do you get much time? Surreal. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like kind of removed from your old space that you were so well engraved in, um, or you never mm. really well engraved in that place in the first place? It could be a very different experience to what I I, I I had. And also, just as an aside, highly recommend sleeping in forests. <laughs> <laughs> whenever you and river showers and river showers yeah but away from cows because yeah liver fluke was a bit of a concern of mine <laughs> i was like just don't let any of that water going to my mouth <laughs> uh, but yeah and oh, yeah. if you have hay fever as well yeah that, that does that does suck so well ooh, i mean i was yeah. kind of i was yeah a, i was kind of surrounded i wasn't in a well, forest yeah, I was but i was that. Yeah, I was kind of in a forest because um, you, you're in the Japan Alps. I wasn't in the Japan Alps, but I was very close to it. I could see the Japan Alps uh, um, okay. from a from just a little bit further from where I was, just down the road. It was beautiful. Like you could, yeah. you know. Um, so the place where I was staying, the place yeah. where this temple was, it was. I don't know if anyone's seen. Miyazaki, a Miyazaki film. Oh, I have sure. Yeah. Um, which any one? Miyazaki film, like uh, any Miyazaki, yeah. Basic, yeah. It's kind of like I guess it would be like um, um, my neighbor Totoro, Tonari no Totoro, right? Um, uh, or uh, Spirited Away. Um, Spirited Away. And Tochihiro. Because Moranoke as well. Uh, because Miyazaki. Uh, no, no, it was, it was, it was like those in the sense that it was the place where I was staying. It was like yeah. a secret. It was almost like a secret garden, um, uh, in the sense okay. that you know, like in in uh, Spirited Away, when she goes through that tunnel and she comes into this kind of like open grassland and it's like, yeah. mystical. Uh, or Totoro when they they move into the new house and they're refurbishing it and it's just like everything around it is just so also quite mystical with um, the big tree and uh, the, the forest spirits and stuff like that. You know, they she I, she chased the uh, small, the mini Totoro into the bushes and it went around in a circle and then she te- uh, ended up in this uh, place by the big tree on Totoro's belly. belly. <laughs> I, yeah, she I, fell down the hole. Remember, and then... I feel thoroughly exposed because these are the two Miyazaki films. They're the most famous, but I've never seen them. So maybe I've got to do mm. that. 
Oh, you haven't? No, seen not since the Spirited Away or My Neighbor Totoro. No, I thought I'd seen Spirited Away, but now that you describe it, I realize uh, I pr- probably haven't. So, so the one yeah, where I she, where the girl, efficient. she's with the parents, they're moving house, and then uh, they stop. Um, they quickly go on a, like a detour, and then they, uh, the parents, uh, get turned. I yeah. won't say anymore. Turn into pigs because um, they're eating like the food at the first floor, and then she has to. She has to work at a um, onsen house, pot house. Okay. Yeah, vague, vague. I think I think I'd have to watch it again if I have yeah. already watched it. And Totoro oh. for sure, I haven't. Oh my god! Oh. Okay. Well, I thought you had watched these. Uh, then my then my explanations are wasted on you. But anyway, well, okay, I mean, fine. Like Just, do you know the story of the Secret Garden? That's a, that's a film, right? It's a book and a film. It's yeah. a book and a film, and they, they they made it when we were really young, we we're like six years old or like. Yeah, old. I think there was a remake recently as well. But uh, mm. I think I, I remember watching a film which I believe was called The Secret Garden, fourteen times. Fourteen times. Yeah, and I specifically wow. remember telling my sister we have to watch it fourteen times, or we can be the people who have watched it the most. I don't know why that was okay. important to me, <laughs> but yeah. So you obviously loved it. Well, that was a great, great. I think I liked it up to because... six, and then after that, it was just like you know, a computer game, just just pushing through to to get the okay. count up. Um, okay. So yeah, so I well, remember that, and that, so your reference is definitely not wasted on me for that one. It's engraved mm. in my memory. I revised that. Well, I would say it was kind of like uh, the Zoo Garden since that. Um, so it, it's this place is in Nagano, yeah. um, and it's we then you take a, sh- a short train to a town called Suzaka, and then we take a bus from the station, um, to the last stop, and then you walk up a road, mm-hmm. you, then you're in a small village. I can't remember the name of the village, but uh, you're in a you're on like you're on the side of the mountain, okay. and but at the base, you're at the base. Well, a little bit further up the base, um, right. but on the side of the mountain. Yeah. And then you walk up at the from the end of the bus stop uh, a little bit, and the road gets a bit narrower and a bit narrower. And by this point, you're in the woods, and uh, okay. you go a little bit further, what and then you're in there? this clearing, um, Japanese cedar. Oh, okay, nice, it's nice smell. Coniferous. Yeah. Very nice smell. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then you hear Maybe. a river, um, and then you come to this opening. Um, it's big, a big circular opening on an inc- slight incline. Mm, okay, um, which is it's it's grass more or less um, with yeah. some other weeds and vegetation, um, with a couple with three or four, two larger houses and two smaller ones, I think. Um, and you're surrounded by these Japanese cedar and some other trees as well. The, yeah. the amazing thing about Japanese mountains is there's always there's always um, a, such a variety of green that you see. Mm. It's not when you see the mountains. It's not just one shade of green. Yeah, it's, it's blotched with light green, like dark green, dark a little bit of trees, and then like some grass and then green. some bushes. And yeah, yeah. that's true. Mm. That's nice. Um, yeah, so. It's mainly um, um, 
Yeah. Mainly coniferous trees, but you know, they're kind of like swaying oh. in the wind as well. So you can see it's almost like it's surrounded by a wall of green, but this wall of green is is moving just so slightly. That's quite and and the, and the grass yeah. is swaying as well. Just like an anime, um, and, and all in the same direction. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then, and you know, there's uh, by the by the temple, there's some wind chimes. Um, I'm just trying to make the setting here, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You can picture it in your mind. Uh, and Deep sky, creamy clouds. Mm. I I didn't I didn't notice this though from the very beginning. I I think it was on the second day when I was. Oh, we had just some free time to sit down and sun outside the temple. And I think I just brought up a, a seat um, looking, okay, so up, looking up at it, basically. Let's talk about, so was this place an actual active Buddhist monastery or was it a, a retreat? No, no, it's not. It's more of a retreat. Um, so it's, it, it is it is a retreat. Um, okay. And it's, okay. And it's, it's not a temple per se but it's um um it's a it's a converted farmhouse um, converted farmhouse got it traditional yeah. japanese farmhouse or like a western style farmhouse in japan a traditional japanese house and i okay. learned that word as well what that word is um for whilst i was there i think it's like calling let me just kominka almost kominka um kominka is is the word for japanese a very traditional japanese house it has yeah. to be specifically before for it to be a kominka it has to be specifically before a certain date i think it's like nine i think it may be even this like pre-1900 or something i'm not sure yeah or pre pre-war um um then it can be officially a kominka, but you know it's you know with the sliding doors. Interesting how um, that's a distinction. Like mm, the wall was the line that people are measuring, like traditional housing. Yeah, or oh, it can be tiled, maybe. Oh, um, so it can be a variety. Yeah. So, so it's not a specific type of house. It's it's a general name for houses that were traditional in Japan before the war. Don't, don't quote me on this. Um, it's yeah. it's all I know is that it's a traditional Japanese house. Whether that okay. means it's got like a so it's got thatched roof or a tiled roof or it has to have this certain door. I, I'm not sure. I, but, uh, I think it's Kominka is a specific type of traditional Japanese house. Is it Shirakawa like that area with a lot of old Japanese iconic farmhouses? Shirakawa? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, where maybe the, house, where I'm the roofs that. come down to yeah. the ground essentially. Pretty right? much, and they got very high. It's mostly roof. Yeah, it's the very high ceilings. It's, it's done to. Mm. Um, Sorry, I'm just going to open the window because it's getting a little. Bit the hot. winter. Yeah, I mean, I can I can riff on this. So this is done to uh, um, for the snow in the winter. So it can drift off. It's yeah. done so that you have very high ceiling and they can dry things up on the ceiling. And it's a very, very iconic look, but I stayed in a traditional Japanese house on my first time when I went to Japan uh, with a bunch of, I mean, we've touched on the story a few times. I think we'll just touch on it again, but it was, I was working as a, as a first foreign volunteer in, on Sado Island for the uh, Earth Federation. I couldn't speak any Japanese, but I lived with like f- four other guys who were doing like manual labor together and like different tasks um, for, for the um, 
for the uh, festival. But uh, we, we, one of the things was that we, we, we stayed all together in a traditional Japanese house. So in the middle of the house, they had, it was like a 14th century house. And in the middle of the house, they had- This a, is in the summertime or the winter time? This was the summertime. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, it, it was really, really like the tiled roof with rocks to uh, hold down the tiles. Morning, you could hear the ladies coming down the road, praying with their like chants and stuff up to the temple tatami mats um but it, and, and and so and and you could smell the tatami all around all, all through the, throughout the house it was quite amazing especially as like a 21 year old and um mm. in the middle of the house was a fireplace and you have the square that's kind of the center of the house it's a square pit mm. which is a fireplace and you have a rope which comes down from the ceiling and suspended on the rope is a teapot and that we you'd, we'd, we'd actually uh, drink yeah, beers and fall asleep right? around that yeah then wake up in the morning yeah. and go to work again well, and then go to the onsen and then come back home, drink beers, fall asleep around that square, wake up in the morning, go to work okay. again. <laughs> that does sound very nice. Yeah. I mean, the, the only problem is uh, with these tra- very traditional Japanese houses that if it's winter time, it's bloody cold. And it was actually, it's not winter time right now, but even, even if it's uh, this time of year, up yeah. in the mountains, very cold in the, in the morning and in the, in the evening. Um, is that because of all the thin rice paper or the thin paper um windows and stuff and thin doors and wood yeah i mean i guess if you've lived in a more modern house you would have better insulation but i mean just in general it's it's freezing there anyway um super curious why they didn't i mean the the skiing season yeah um, only finished in hokkaido on the 5th of may so last week oh that's pretty long three days ago but yeah but it's in hokkaido they 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 didn't find ways of keeping themselves warm in the winter i thought they would have like you know uh these houses must have a way of you know adapting help people adapt to the cold or they just wore thick clothes and that was it kotatsu yeah yeah okay yeah Mm -hmm. table with where you can i guess i think in the olden days the olden days uh, you would uh, have a little basket, a metal basket underneath yeah. the table where you put some hot coals or something. Yeah. Um, and you just, uh, people just put it's their the feet underneath thing. there. In the, yeah. <laughs> it's a heated blanket, they keep basically. Warm that way. It's mm. a heated blanket. You'd I mean, even, even in, the... in, yeah, I mean, yeah. you have a blanket cover underneath the, the wooden surface of the table. Yeah. So you could then, you know, cover your um, lap. And have your legs and keep exactly. the heat in. Yeah. Have your legs underneath the table next so to cool. the mm. Okay, that makes but, sense. But I mean, I'd rather just have a warm house rather than have to hide underneath that because it's, it's not that comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I, even even at my grandparents' place in the winter, I can see my own breath inside the uh, inside crap. the house. And there's no yeah. central heating in and, Japan, anyway, is there? Well, in general, not at the moment, no. Yeah. So, um, well, not in the whole old houses. I mean, um, oh, okay. so yeah. I mean, it's nice, but it's also like your only way to keep warm, and then out, and then the rest of your body's freezing. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd rather just have a warm house. I'd rather it's just nice, have... but it's bricks <laughs> <Rinks> and <laughs> insulation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were. But it was cold yeah. enough that even this 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 time around, people were going yeah. to bed uh, with um, um, hats on. 
um, which you call like you put the what's it called we uh, uh, heated bottles. Oh, hot water bottle. Hot water bottle. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't used one of those uh, in ages. I, I mean, I, I think that was one of the first times I used one, and then and it was too hot for me. I I, I don't know. I, I'm I am generally um, just quite. I think my body temperature is very warm anyway, so I'm usually quite warm in bed. Um, <laughs> for any chicas listening, <laughs> yeah, I'm a nice, uh, good, very. If your if your body temperature is very cold and you need someone to cuddle up to, snuggle up to, then I'm 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 very nice, uh, warm. You don't need a water bottle, hot water bottle. Just leave yeah, if, if you need a hot water bottle, <laughs> <Yeah>. call me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Okay, cool. So, yeah. so, so, so but, there's this farmhouse. Yeah, exactly. And uh, you guys stayed in there all together communally? Mm. So uh, I think they were all together out of the guests, uh, including me, there were five of us. Yeah. Uh, all people by themselves. Um, okay. One, one of the girls had, uh, cut, that was her third time there. Um, oh, wow. So, mm. and, yeah. And, you know, she was met saying previous times, People, they were like kind of groups of couples or something. So it's the first time that she met everyone individual, yeah. which is quite nice actually, then because but everyone got to know each other. So did she explain which why was she came? The point of it anyway. Okay. Well, <laughs> normally we use well, conversations. I mean, I, can, uh, I, I, I can really understand. Yeah, exactly. I well, no, we were, we were, we talked a lot. Right. I mean, but there were periods. There was one day where it was in complete silence. Um, okay. um, so, talk me a bit more through like what. What, what what were you intended to why did you go and why this place content podcast content no <laughs> yeah <laughs> <For the> instagram <laughs> photo <laughs> to look no, no. Zen. I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um um because i've always been interested in in philosophy, um, yeah, in religion, theology, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's always it's it's an interesting topic, right? And yeah. um, I've 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 read books like uh, um, the art, uh, the art Zen and the art of motorcycle diaries, uh, motorcycle maintenance. maintenance yeah, um, ta- I sick. recently read the Tao of Physics. Um, Okay. Uh, you know, like you know, you read these books, and if you ask me now, give me yeah. a synopsis of those books, I would be at a loss to tell you anything. Okay. About it. I'd be like, I've. And what read. do you what do you know about Zen after you've read about it? And honestly, apart from being able to tell you that it's the it's a form of Buddhism that they that they <laughs> um, that they do in Japan and maybe some other countries. I I I even Sitting after these and books, you know, this thick book, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell you much, honestly, because okay. it's, it's very, it's quite. I, I always felt it's very esoteric, well, and it always I, seemed I think, like it yeah. was, you know, they, okay. I do remember like some things from the books. They would say like, um, um, you know, questions that um they would ask the master, the Buddhist uh, yeah. uh, um, head priest or something, mm-hmm. like, oh, what's the meaning of this? Or like, can yeah. you tell me the answer to this? 
And the, the reply, I remember, I seem to remember in these books, you know, like the, the head priest would kind of like laugh and be like that. Yeah, you got that really. It's, uh, and then just give a nonsense Asian. answer. Yeah. Yeah, give like kind of a nonsense answer that makes no logical sense or doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. And and they'll be like, yeah, now go think about that. And then, you know, and then they'll be like, well, that's the point. It's like, it, you'll be like, oh, I still don't understand. You know? <laughs> so, um, you know, when, after, even after reading these yeah. books, I had no idea what Zen was about. So I, I, I think to your to point there, just, just go so, and experience it. Okay. Well, ex- mm. so no, 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 finish no, sentence. no, I mean, because to your point, it's about the practice more than it is about mm. the learning technical stuff. When we think of other religions, there's a lot to like learn about and there's a lot to stick mm. to and a lot to do. Mm. And there's a right way and there's a wrong way. Whereas Zen uh, and many parts of Hinduism are more about, you know, yeah, there's some basic information, right? Because it, mm. but beyond that basic information, the rest is your practice. And if you can, um, and, and what you experience from that practice. And yeah. so it's a lot more doing, right? It's a lot more something that you have to actually do and experience. It's, it's, it's not something that exactly. uh, you, um, and it's exactly. very individual as well. So, so, so yeah. I think, so I that's, think that's why, yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly why. Um, Okay, what I did, I guess I did get something yeah. from the books, which was, uh, you know, it's, it's, it is something that you can't really understand just from reading a book. But it has you a particular know, effect, something... maybe, that made you interested, like, maybe you're interested in the way that you were reading these people were behaving, or what they were like, or what they became like. Was there something in those books that attracted you, basically, to this? Because if, if, even if it wasn't like information, that you understood like straight away, oh, this is Zen. There must have been something in them that you thought was attractive or interesting, you know? Hmm. Uh, I mean, <laughs> tough questions. <laughs> What's the meaning yeah. of life, Mike? Why do you exist? I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I guess it is, it, it, you know, as you're reading it, it all does sound very compelling and it does sound very, very, you know nice and the fact that it is so esoteric makes yeah. you more curious about it it's the fact you know if you read a book okay. and it just told you exactly everything that you would know then you'd be like okay well i know it now whereas you, you, know, you had some blanks to fill in a lot of blanks to fill in basically <laughs> <Yeah>. all blank <laughs> story, of my, story of my life to be honest with you but, <laughs> but uh, um um yeah i, I mean Open like I, I knew some things <laughs> yeah and some things i did know like um um i knew that zen obviously is uh, a lot of like you said methodology and and you know you can see that in in japanese society even today yeah. you know things like um um tea ceremony flower uh-huh. arranging um even the martial arts kendo or whatever there's a lot of um Cleaning. a lot of of uh everything yeah yeah like um well who's that lady that brought out that really popular book on the art of tidying up or something like that right oh yeah it's, yeah i don't know it, actually there is a book that i can recommend on this actually i learned more about the 
it was less of an explanation of Zen, but what they way they explained certain things like made you have a give give you understanding through example, so you can interpret the understanding. It's called um, I think it's uh, it's, it's the Book of Tea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think yeah, and 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 this it talks about Japanese tea. Yeah, it's called the Book of Tea. It talks about Japanese tea. But through this and through talking about things like, well, yeah, it's exactly that. By talking about tea, you understand uh, something about Zen. I'm as stuck as you. <laughs> yeah. we, you did, well, I mean, I, I, I didn't finish yet. I mean, you know, you see all these things in Japanese culture. Yeah. And you, the way it's connected to Zen is that through it, enlightenment is not reached by by um, yeah. reading lots of books and reading lots of texts yeah. and then coming to an understanding. It's through the practice, right, of yes, these exactly, yeah. certain things. And I think, and the word that one of the words that I learned when I was there was uh, for this is basically I think samu. 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 Okay. Which, I don't know what that means, but uh, anyway, it's 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 the it's through work through work okay and through maybe even like the same work over and over again constantly perfecting right something. and now and you then, see the sushi then, coming through you know you know how you know you can <laughs> if you forget like let's say you forgot someone's name or something and you you're sitting there you're trying to remember what that person's name is often it doesn't come to you and you, you're like i i can't remember for the life of me i can't remember what that guy's name is but then yeah. you know you're later on you're just doing something um tedious you're just tidying up something and just pops back into your head it's mm. like that is that is the uh, the same idea behind it you know you're you're okay. these these kind of epiphanies and realizations come to you often when you're in a moment of focus and and i guess it's it's i think it's, it's about focusing it's um it's about focus and it's being in the moment rather than being your mind being elsewhere here and there the when you're when your yeah. mind is in the moment when it's yeah. focused on one thing that's when real clarity comes and you can actually and i think i think you just triggered a memory in my mind too because there was i remember reading or listening to something a zen monk had to say about um well it, the, the point that they were making is that every time that you so you hear a bird something nice like bird song but when you hear bird song your mind goes and if you pay attention this this is the experience as well at least for me your mind does go there towards the bird song. You, mm. you you forget about. You are always filtering. Basically, you you ignore a whole bunch of other things that are happening, and you go straight to that bird song. Or if you hear a car go by, or if you even if you have a certain thought, you fixate on that thought or those those set of ideas, and everything else falls into irrelevance. And so, in a way, you're choosing without well you're being forced almost by your mind to become distracted and and you never mm. you know and actually the full experience was actually happening in the here and now <clears throat> was happening within your body and in your mind that's kind of that more holistic experience we need to get to but i guess the point he was just simply making is that is that you know so listening to music for example on your headphones Ooh very very cool very a lot of fun feels good but in a way you're completely distracted 
but by everything else in that moment <laughs> you're, you're, you're not paying attention mm. to anything else you're just hearing your minds completely yeah. inside the world of that music that you're playing and yeah and so i think that is one of the things like yeah i don't know this is just such a hard thing to explain this is why they explain it in such weird bloody ways if you listen to like yeah. zen quotes <laughs> and stuff like that is this not like we're trying to go for like the uh analytical a b c d logical sequence of events kind of explanation but well, actually, i i think i think we ex- we explained it pretty well but uh, you, yeah you want to say things this, like uh, quotes, it's like the crane over the mist on a sunday evening i'll, I'll tell like, you I'll, ah. I'll tell you I, i'll tell you one of the <laughs> one of the strangest uh, quotes i heard was um, yeah. um so there are two two forms of zen buddhism in in japan uh, not just Japan, I think, Zen Buddhism. Um, the two main ones are, or maybe even the only ones, um, so- Soto, Soto, okay. and Rinzai. Mm, um, and and I, one of the stories I heard when we were on this retreat was so there was a very famous, I think maybe the original, the uh, guy who started uh, Soto Zen Buddhism. Yeah, he went to China apparently to to. Um, uh, learn from the the Buddhist yeah. monks there, and apparently there he got enlightened, and then came back okay. to Japan. Okay. Um, and apparently, lots of the, his followers were asking me, asking him, not asking me, sorry, asking him, <laughs> um, how how what how did you do it? How did you reach enlightenment? Like yeah, I said, please tell us. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and then apparently, apparently, famously, he said. I, I learned that the eyes are horizontal and the nose is vertical. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> and this is, but this is, this is whenever, whenever I read these uh, books, you know, that this is the kind of stuff that I read, and I was just like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. Zen <laughs> poetry is like that too. It's like, yeah, yeah capturing uh, these moments and yeah, let, letting you paint the rest of the picture. It's, it's, uh, mm. Yeah, it's just, yeah. But, they don't but want to know, tell you anything. The second they tell wrote. you this is what Zen is, that is exactly what Zen is not. Well, I it's think like that's that kind the point. Is like there is no, it's no. Mm. They can't tell you how to be enlightened. Yeah. You know, it's like it's it's a process that you have to go through. Um, maybe they can help in some way. I mean, so okay, so uh, what I can say. Yeah. Yeah, Soto yeah, and Rinzai, they have two different, there are mm. obviously there's different types of Buddhism because they all have their different, they of course to yeah. separate them, they have to have their own ways of of being Buddhists or whatever, or eventually <laughs> reaching enlightenment. And they're not going to be different sects if they're sects of a Buddhism if they don't have um, different methodologies. Um, so okay. Soto... Okay. But even that, like the lines are so blurred. I did. I if I I can't really tell you now what the difference is between Soto and Rinzai too I just, much. I mean, okay. The the, the Buddhist. So the the lady that was doing this retreat, she yeah. is, um, she was she's German, yeah. um, and oh. she moved to Japan when she, okay in the nineteen nineteen eighty two I think yeah like that, and she was a university teacher at first. Um, but she met and married. A Japanese monk. Um, okay, I, I didn't even know that monk, monks, but monks could do that. But apparently, she did, and she doesn't have she doesn't have two children. Um, okay. she also uh, studied. She also went through the process of being a monk as well. 
uh, in this, in this, she has shaved head. Um, yeah. Um, she knows all the chants. Um, and, and, you know, you have to, when you're doing the chants, you have to like hit this thing, like that makes like, like a dong, dong, dong sound like that. Uh, yeah. Drum. I won't, I won't try to. <laughs> uh, I think you're already trying right there. But uh, and then and then occasionally hit this uh, uh, right. the singing bowl as well, um, the metal bowl. But you know, obviously, you need a lot of practice to be able to have to coordinate. So I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, to coordination to do. Did I, you ever go? Tell when, and she's no. Oh, we okay. we did the chance with her, um, but you know, you can tell that obviously this takes a lot of practice, and you know, yeah. you. She would tell us about like, I think she was in the 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 monastery for a few years, um, becoming a monk, uh, be and she's an ordained monk as well. Oh wow! Her, so she did. Um, so yeah, did she, well, she know I mean, the difference between yeah. Soto and Rinzai. Yeah, yeah. So what okay. she was telling us, she went, she studied Rinzai. She okay. was obviously, um, she was a big. Um, she much obviously much preferred. It was quite apparent she preferred Rinzai. You know, she was said. She was saying like she met some priests from the Soto school of Zen Buddhism. And Ooh, she beef. wasn't very impressed. She wasn't very oh. impressed with them. Oh, uh, um, I don't know. Like people just um, on the Rinzai school, she said, um, seemed much, much more open-minded, uh -huh. um, just more impressive and knowledgeable. Well, I don't know. I mean, not knowledgeable. I wouldn't say knowledgeable. I'm sure they're both knowledgeable. But anyway, there's there's I mean, there's yeah. very small differences between the two, as far as I can tell. I mean, there's the way in which they meditate, um, the way in which they hold their hands as they're meditating. So, like uh, Rinzai Rinzai school, as they're meditating, they rest their hands on their lap. Um, the right palm would be in the left palm, and holding yeah. their thumb like this. Okay, so be sitting there like this. Whereas okay. the Soto school, they they make a they connect the two thumbs and so sitting there like this. Okay. Um, um, I think. So I think we are running out of time. Again, yeah. one minute. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Okay. We'll just we'll just check back in with the. I I found a little article on the three zens. There's Obaku as well. Apparently, kind of curious. Okay. Anyway, let's talk about that. Yeah, once we uh, once we send that strongly worded letter to Zoom. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. So um, other uh, other other thing was that um, I think this is a big thing. Uh, Rinzai apparently believes in sudden rather than a gradual awakening. Like, so you get to a point and boom, it happens. Mm. But uh, you know, she writes, "You go to your church, I'll go to mine." Right? Which is, I think, the the point. The point is to practice rather than the uh, actual like thing itself. There's no right or wrong. Rinzai is uh, in, Soto. So Rinzai believes yeah, apparently in sudden awakening, and Soto believes yeah. in slow and in fact soto sounds like it's without the chance without anything which i think is the one that i might have read about more and liked for mm. that reason i, I it's a bit weird because she <laughs> told me that she said that in so in soto you are given a core one oh. and from i mean you have to do i think it's a compulsory three months or six months in the buddhist uh uh monastery like you can't just go and then just say oh shit, i don't want to do this anymore 
I think you can do that in Rinzai, but in uh, Soto you have to be there. And 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 you get yeah. early on, you get given a core on this question. Um, yeah. That's what she said anyway. So it seemed to be more of a focus on the core one and stuff, uh, whereas this and what you've written, uh, what you've read, it seems to be in Rinzai, it's more of an emphasis on that. <laughs> yeah, because the article um, says, yeah, uh, Rinzai, unlike Soto, uses Cohen's chants and sutras. But, you know, mm. maybe, maybe this is like, you know, spinning hairs here. Maybe there's like a gradation. I mean, they're, they're both very similar at the end of the day. They feed off each other, yeah. Yeah. But they, one aspect that I do like is that there, there's, they, it's a belief in um, that your enlightenment is not something that, um, um that you that you gain more more it is something that you come back to like when you are born you are already okay not born not born you uh, your original self let's say is an enlightened being but but uh you kind of like forgotten that through your ego or whatever or more of yeah. us. It's, it's more of a return back to mm. that state of enlightenment that you yeah. were where it's it's kind of like a, a mirror image realizing of, um, yourself yeah hmm, it's of like a western like christianity or other um where you're where you are you know you're kind of born with sin and mm. And through your life and good deeds and all this kind of stuff, you can maybe reach attain good heaven. Mm. Whereas, whereas here you are, you are originally an, an enlightened being. But yeah, but but you know, um, I don't know if I would say it's wow. through the process of life, but but um, maybe it's even well, before that. I don't know. That's how he's talking. I but anyway, it's something be... that you're. It's something that you're returning to as opposed to yeah i hate to be yeah exactly i mean i mean my my reference here is hinduism there is a deep i mean there is a deep link between hinduism and buddhism there's a deep rift as well that's why they're different religions um but i think mm. and, I, and i hate to be using one to interpret the other but i think in this case maybe it will pass that in hinduism the, the core idea is, is that well that that is the material reality right it's maya and it's karma it's the material reality that you exist in a material reality and are completely distracted by it. And that uh, distraction, the cause and effect, the karma that goes on with your choices when it comes to that distraction and that illusion of, of, of the material reality being the only reality, uh, meaning, you know, chasing your desires is one of them. That is what creates the bondage or the uh, or the move away from your original pure self which mm. in hinduism is atma is like a piece of god of the eternal but then buddhism disagreed with that saying oh there, there is no soul in, in that context and that's the big rift mm. but i think the big similarities that exist because we still use meditation and uh, what in hinduism is called the five yogas or yoga and and, and those practices of like work like you see in selflessness and meditation and intellect uh, to to train yourself back into a way where you can separate you can be you again 
and not be influenced by externalities and distractions and things like that and whatever that is mm. in hinduism it's called the atman in buddhism i don't know what that is but I, clearly it's at least the same place enlightenment <laughs> but it's a voyage of discovery there's no particular signposts in either and uh and it's about a certain um it's about your adherence to a practice and the practice mm. is more important than the thought and i mm. think that's where we get in Get, get, that's what the source of our mix-up because we're trying to explain the thought process behind what might make zen zen or what might make hinduism hinduism but actually it's not about that it's about the practice um mm. and then the thoughts are your own you know nobody's but coming into so those. so that's so that's the thing i mean she she went through that whole process right um yeah. she is an ordained monk she went through the whole okay. process of um the training of a rinzai every other rinzai monk would yeah. go through um but she still even now has some disagreements with it i mean you know she, yeah. she basically said when i went there they they didn't teach me anything really they just they just said you know okay just meditate you know and then they don't really they tell you how to meditate a little bit, like the best practice to do that, how to sit, yeah. how to put your hands. Um, but they don't tell you like what to focus on. They don't tell you that you shouldn't focus on anything. Mm. Um, it's it's literally, that's it. It's like, it's the practice um, yeah. of it. Um, Whereas, you know, like in a church, a uh, Christian church or, or in Islam, they tell you they have, they have actual um, teachings and um, steps to yeah. uh, be a good person. Whereas in, in this, she said, there's, there's nothing really. And it's, it's, it's good, but also at the same time, you know, she said, you know, there should be a, a bit a bit more of a, a balance you know it's not just just the methodology there should be some some um discussion some <laughs> some contemplation um you know she the reason yeah. why actually there were a lot everyone that was on that group but they're all foreign yeah. and i think she her retreats specifically are quite foreign mm-hmm. uh, orientated foreign focused because yeah because Put the name in the you know we yeah. as western people we we tend to we tend to maybe this is a generalization but we mm. tend to think more um about these philosophical ideas when we discuss them you won't find i mean you know that's why you find so many philosophical books written about zembism more so in the west i would say than they you do get yeah. in in <laughs> the east they don't really write about it it's just the practice Whereas yeah. we, as Westerners, we kind of like to think, you know, what is what is the reason behind this practice? What is, what are we thinking at this time? What is good to think? What is not good to think? And it's, yeah. you should have that blend. And she she was along that kind of lines as well. I think I think so, then you start to get into the realms of like other forms of. I mean, like I I am not a Zen Buddhist, but in my kind of. Uh, I, understanding of how how things are categorized they'll be purists yeah. about zen they need to exist in order to maintain whatever came to be known as rinzai and soto but then there might become other forms right as time goes on people rethink things pre people recontextualize things people adapt things and 
I know in other forms of Buddhism, you know, I think Zen comes from Mahayana Buddhism. I think that's its uh, origin. But, um, you know, they, they do have debates and they do have arguments, Buddhist monks, and they do have philosophical conundrums they're trying to crack. And so mm. maybe this is like going moving into a different school of Buddhism what, where she really agrees with is kind of not exactly Zen. And that might be what's yeah. happening, right? And that's okay. I mean, it's not like she's saying this is wrong, but she just it's it's in it, her it's, opinion, it's, yeah. It depends on could be it depends bad. on where you are, who you are. Mm. No, not even that. It depends who you are, where you are. Mm. I mean, that kind of Zen Buddhism, she wasn't teaching us that because that's not really suitable for us. You right. Know? It's, you're, if you want a bit more European-centric one, then you have to adapt it a little bit. And that doesn't mean to say that that's wrong or, or yeah. the pure Japanese one is wrong, but it's, it, it, it's, not, it's not right for, for this situation. For this so situation, speak. for this group of people. Mm. Yeah, choice is important. There's, there's, yeah, exactly. Your starting point is always going to be a different place. So, okay, so how is this mm. as a starting point for, for you and how was that initial let's say the initial day or the initial experience and how did that change as time went on so i'll, I'll, I'll tell you more and more comfortable like a typical day would have been there like yeah um but for you like as that. well i'm interested in your emotions mike and your thoughts i have none i have oh. no emotions okay <laughs> that's quite frightening man sounds at the beginning of like a you know <laughs> sniper movie or something yeah like a crazy just, japanese terrorist it's dark. Movie. Just, yeah it's darkness yeah <laughs> no. um we we would start the day um very early um relatively speaking not for her but for us it was 6 30 wake up um um and and we th- up until when you wake up until we finish breakfast silence yeah. it's all in silence, silence. okay mm. um if you were to do it very strictly it means no eye contact as well Oof. um but yeah so you and, would then we'd uh, get up uh, how was, uh, yeah get up get up sorry yes like so part, part one of the day is like silence and then for breakfast do you, do you think that that had a particular purpose did you experience a particular benefit from being quiet at back breakfast well, the that's beginning what of the i'm day? getting to chetan if you oh, let me right. finish i was so <laughs> i'd ask <laughs> inspiring curiosity <laughs> Sorry. i'll tell you i'll tell you what, i mean that's the thing it's i think at the end of the day it's kind of like down to your experience and your interpretation of it i mean i yeah. I, I i don't think she would want to say this is the reason why i'm doing it it's they do yeah. this as a practice and how it helps you is up completely okay. up dependent on you. I don't think yeah. they're, they're I I can tell you <laughs> this is why I did it. I can tell you why this was good for me. Oh god. You know, that's I think oh, that's no. what makes that's what's interesting about Zen as well. It's like I can't, it's that's I'm so I, I kind of understand it a bit more. You know, it's yeah. not it's not about I can tell you this is why they do this and this is why, but this is yeah. the practice. And this is what it did for me. Might be a different experience for you. Might be a different experience for what I people see. had. But this is what the understanding I got from it. Okay. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, okay. we would then uh, meet up outside, and she'd wake up everyone with a gong, light gong, <laughs> and we would do a walking meditation around this okay. um, area, which I explained before. Seemed harsh. Um, she wakes you up the gong. 
No, no, it's a very light one. It's not like okay. bang. It's just like, dun, dun. <laughs> okay. No. It's a signal. Um, okay. And and the, and during this meditation, you are um, um, just focusing on your breath. Um, you're not looking around you, so mm. you don't have any like kind of visual stimulation. Um, but you still have to kind of take in uh everything that you mm. not see necessarily but feel mm. the, the way what's underneath your feet um the way mm. the way are you barefoot i don't know no 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 um and yeah i mean it's it's um i i didn't really get anything out of the walking meditation uh if i'm gonna be honest with you um maybe because i i had extreme hay fever and the whole time we were walking <laughs> that was really sniffing and, sniffing and, and I was, <laughs> yeah. yeah i think i think basically Dark. i wasn't though that's the thing and i i think i was just self-conscious oh, yeah, about sure. the fact that maybe i was ruining everyone's walking meditation by con by this guy <laughs> constantly <laughs> <just> going, <laughs> you probably were one, one, so one. I wasn't really thinking of. I wasn't yeah. able to really keep my mind blank, I guess. But uh, um, <laughs> your nose was full. Yeah, but one um, one thing I yeah. like in the forest is is just uh, uh like I think I've got there's a TED talk about it, but you just kind of try and pick out. It's like a listening meditation rather than a, mm. anything else. You just kind of try and yeah, yeah, of course, pick out how many well. sounds um, that you can. Yeah, here and it's quite quite nice focusing. Uh, uh, that's how I kind of interpret it. I think. Well, I, I I wrote down afterwards like the, it's you don't you don't want to have any visual stimulation stimulation stimulation. Sorry, um, is the main thing that you want to cut out. You you still take in everything. She said like take in everything like a sponge, but you know don't look around or anything like that. You know, see how things feel how what sounds you hear and that kind of stuff so i mm. from that why i interpreted it was basically okay just don't don't concentrate on the visual stimulus so to speak okay, um, okay. but just take everything else in so you know you'd hear the running water uh you'd feel how the rocks feel under your feet you concentrate okay. on your breathing okay but i mean yeah, it didn't really do anything for me i guess um, so when you say it didn't do anything for you you mean like you didn't feel you didn't feel any change or in the moment you felt like this was a waste of time yeah i just didn't really see the point in it um but then i i I kind of came to a realization a bit later on anyway i'll tell you on that in a bit um okay yeah um and then after we'd uh, walk around this area that we were in we'd then loop back around going to this one temple yeah um she would do some chanting and then at the end we would uh join just for like uh, a few verses um okay um initially you know when you're first the first starting you're a bit self-conscious it's a bit, a bit strange because you're dealing with people that you don't know and you know the chanting thing you can kind of just do it softly a little bit well, softly because you don't want to be the loudest chant yeah um, <laughs> um i know this chant <laughs> yeah. I know it the um, <laughs> but I, I really I like chanting. I like I, I like the idea of it, you know. And and um, I'll, I'll be honest, it, it sounds it, it sounds very nice when you hear people doing it. Yeah. Um, and you know, 
a person with no emotions, silent, who likes chanting mm. and walking mm. through a forest in silence. <laughs> It's quite a haunting image you're painting. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got no emotion, I mean, like I just. I said I didn't like. No... I did. I, I told you I didn't see the point of it. I didn't no, no, like, but like, I mean, like You yeah. said I like. Yeah, I was, I'm just imagining you as a person with no emotion doing all this stuff. Getting it's more crazy. frustrated. It's just empty inside, and you're just like silent. And the next thing you hear, the guy's chanting, and then and then he's walking everyone through the forest silently. <laughs> it sounds like a death camp, but um, <laughs> but, but if it's a meditation camp, yeah, sorry, I'm, bre- I'm breaking, the, I'm breaking the moment. Your 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 mind, your mind is the one that's going to all these dark places. I think you need to you need to go. And I need to go. I'm going to be the guy with no ASAP. Yeah. No, but it does sound um, cool. okay. Yeah, so, so, then, so so you were chanting. It was there any particular meaning to this chant yeah yeah there is um um uh, i mean it's i think the, the word is i think um you're chanting in sanskrit i think um okay sanskrit words and it's basically you know like uh about uh blessing uh everybody um okay. And also then committing committing yourself to um, um, the path, the Buddhist path. Um, okay. And basically, you know, like this kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> so co- commitment was strong right there. Committing yourself to the Buddhist path and this kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's interesting <laughs> that, that, that Zen would ask you of this specifically because i thought it was going to be much more of a blank canvas and here they're kind of adding a lot of context to that chant interesting interesting um and and i, I wonder what other stuff's out there when it, in, in this context but so so the chanting did that have any particular apart from kind of a bonding effect through everyone's awkwardness joint awkwardness um did it have any other kind of uh, effect on you i mean you, you say you like chanting so so mm. how so no that don't really have much uh it was mainly the meditation that i did but i mean it's all okay. it's all about mindfulness that's the okay. thing that's the whole point Right, okay. and in the in if I'm talking specifically about each each uh, uh, practice that we did, mm. um, I Wasn't didn't see the point. But then in the grand, if you you know if you put them all together in the grand scheme of things, then I kind of got it. I got it. I understood okay. what the point of it As was. As a whole, so I'll I'll tell, you, I'll I'll tell you how I get get to that. Um, yeah. Or, anyway. Okay. Um, so then after after the chanting, then you go down yeah. and do a half an hour meditation. Okay. Um, and then after the meditation, then we, we uh, get off breakfast. Everything, all the whole meal for that week is vegetarian. Um, and, cool. And then, a lot of yeah, soy we, products? We'll eat. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And ve- just stewed vegetables and stuff like that. Um, okay. Sansai, a lot of mountain vegetables. Um, okay. And yeah, and then once uh, she hits the two sticks together, um, mm. blocks of wood together, then um, we can talk. Um, um, and what do people thing... say when they could talk? I can't imagine just like a conversation like, uh, starting just from finished. silence. No, no, we just 
that's one thing that helps in the Japanese language. When you begin, you always say itadakimasu. When you finish, you always say kuchisozama, kuchisozama deshita. Okay. And but like, then, you know, just yeah. say good morning. Um, oh, it's okay. what, how did everyone? How did everyone find that? Like, uh, uh, any? Okay. How's the meditation? Like that kind of stuff. It's interesting. Um, that you just say good morning at that point. One yeah. one thing I did notice initially, at least anyway, maybe yeah. I got used to it after a while, was that yeah. food tasted incredible. Yeah, I think you mentioned I, this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I put it, I think I put it in one of my recordings, which I <laughs> yeah. uh, we can put put uh, in this uh, podcast maybe at the end or something. At the end, yeah, like a like noises. Index. Yeah, if, if, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mike's thoughts and sounds um, of the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. and I, I would say that's that was my conclusion. Um, no, sorry, yeah, my 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 hypothesis to that was that partly maybe to do because we're doing it in silence. So if you're talking with a group of people around the table, your focus is not on the food. Cool. Um, yeah, your, your so if your attention is just yeah. on the food, mm-hmm. and probably also just the practice of daily practice of mindfulness as well. Um, right the walk and the walk the meditation everything your focus is just the in the here and there so i when i tasted the food i think i've tasted it i taste i really tasted it you know mm. um and i noticed it you know i wasn't looking at the other people around the table i was oh. looking at the food and i was i was I, my mind was on the food as i ate mm. it and i Experience. could taste all the individual flavors textures I, and appreciated it more and i was just like wow this tastes incredible it's, i think the first meal we had was just stewed the first breakfast we had was just like some porridge with some stewed uh, radish and some vegetables and pickles and nothing you know nothing amazing or anything but it, it just tasted amazing to me um okay, okay. um yeah interesting and i mean so i, I see we would, that we would re- i mean this is it's like it's like and um, people say making coffee in the morning is like a ritual and that's because it is if you're paying attention or you get into it this is like a mindfulness thing you know the steam coming out the kettle then the first mm. pour you see the grounds kind of inflate and then you can smell it and you're kind of looking at the texture and the smell and then you mm. move on to tasting getting you you know, a full focus mm. on that process in each step. So I, 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 it's, uh, a, I, I it's get it. the, it is the process, you know, that yeah. you appreciate, right? Like in the yeah. tea ceremony, I'm sure you're not, you're not, That's you're not idea. sitting there talking to people as you're doing it. You're, <laughs> it's, it's, it, yeah. it's, it is like a practice, and there is a ritual to it. And yeah, exactly. So that when you do it and when you finish it, it's something that you've made and you've done, and it's something that you then appreciate. Every step um, I took so, focus and yeah, it's like a yeah. meditation. So, so you know, that that aspect um really comes into focus um during this this uh this mm. whole process that we did in the morning. Um that's not mm. to say that the 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 breakfast tasted better than the lunches or the dinners. But um, you're hungry, I guess. I think you you throughout all day. You're like, yeah, I guess you're hungry, but you are. Um, um, I think throughout the whole week, we, our, our attention was purely just on that retreat. We, you know, the, we she didn't take away our phones for the week, but we handed them in. 
she was like, do you want to do this? Would you, um, and that's maybe nice. I can give it back to you in the afternoon for an hour check or something like that. And we're like, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's go full, full, like, yeah. all in here. Yeah. And so I didn't look at my phone. I think I looked at my phone one day out of the entire period. And, okay. and it wasn't, it's not, I'm not going to say, you know, like it was great because it's, I didn't see it like that. I didn't see that taking away my phone because I didn't just didn't think about it. You're right. So, in hindsight, I can tell you it was amazing. But at the time, it's not like I was saying, oh, it's so great that my phone, I'm not looking so, at my phone all the time. I It just, I, I was not thinking about it at all. Point, so in that sense, yeah, I, no, I appreciated the yeah. whole place. I appreciated the food. So that's what I mean about, I didn't see the point at first right. of this walking and uh, this walking meditation right. um, or the chanting, all this kind okay. of stuff. But then, you know, it added to the whole experience. I can was, see that now. Was clearly. there a point, was there a day where things started to, because you, you're saying the whole, it made sense as a whole, right? But so mm. was, there, was there a day where, where it started to begin to come together as a whole for you and start to make sense? Because obviously day one, you're kind of doing it all, each activity and you're not really getting yeah, second it. Day. it second day. Oh, second day. Yeah, okay. So pretty yeah. quick then, like literally after you did it once, this next day you already yeah. kind of felt like, oh, right, I, I know, I, I get a yeah. sense of... Uh, it was event. after the second day morning meditation, specifically I can remember, because I remember mm. um, at the beginning of the meditation, because I don't usually meditate that long. I try to meditate. Did you make sometimes. it to like 20 minutes, whatever it was last time? What was the longest that you meditated for? In, in a row after or yeah, during? Uh, du- during after like wh- had, wh- what did you build up to in the evening we would meditate an hour one hour oh wow was that mm. tough for you no first wasn't. time yes second time no interesting what what changed just so literally the practicing it once it's just the, it's like i said like it's the addition mm. of everything coming building up okay yeah. and then towards the end it was easy okay and now um and so the thing is the whole experience while you're there it's yeah. not the you you can't go there thinking mm. okay n- this is going to change me because the hard work happens mm. once you leave the pre- that's oh, when right. the real that's when the real learning happens okay you know? and that's when the real retreat happens that i see okay. at least anyway you know, because it's easy to do it there. <laughs> it's so, harder now. And so okay. the, the longest I've meditated since I've come back home is 20 minutes. But that's, that, that's still a lot more than you said last time. Last time you, it was like five minutes or eight minutes, whatever it was. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's more mm. than double. So, I mean, so such a mm. pretty long time to hold focus. Yeah. For. And so in the end, I, it I wasn't the environment that made a big difference. It was actually the series of practices. Cause I remember that was a conversation we had last time. Is it going to be the environment that impacts you the most, or is it going to be the uh, internalization well, I, of the practices? I, I thing as well, it, the environment had a big impact. And I remember sitting there at one point, one afternoon, just looking at the place, yeah. watching. I remember specifically I was watching um, mm. just the, the movement of the trees in the wind mm. and just thinking this place is so fucking beautiful it's so <laughs> it's like i like i was sitting there remember thinking i can't believe there's a place like this it doesn't feel real it feels like uh, i've like yeah. like i like i explained you're walking along this small street there's a village back there and you walk keep going along this road the village itself is quite beautiful as well and from the village you can see the japan alps you know still snow capped at this mm. time in the distance 
and then you walk along this village and then you're in the woods and then suddenly you're in this like like this enclave yeah. surrounded by uh right coniferous trees and yeah i remember just seeing that i think this is beautiful but i think also like okay. i said that I wouldn't have appreciated it as much, or maybe I would, because actually I do love that kind of stuff. But um, I think it added to the appreciation more because of all these small practices that you're doing at the time. Because um, you're more mindful, right? You're more in the moment. You're focused. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. And so what benefit do you get from meditating 20 minutes? Or like, why do you do it? still it was longer better second day on on the second day um i was that's i told you well that's when it kind of clicked for me yeah um so in the morning we'd meditate half an hour in the evening we'd do an hour um so in the morning i remember i think it was for like first 20 minutes my mind was Mm. just restless i was just bouncing here and there and you know the whole point is not to try and quiet your mind uh, yeah because it's impossible um but just just focus on your breathing whatever right. really um mm-hmm. they don't tell you they don't tell you what to do during meditation it's not the point but anyway mm-hmm. um my mind was just going you know i was thinking about work um movies whatever tv shows you know mm. just like things that just pop yeah. into your head yeah and and then there's the i think then like three quarters of the way through just like it just suddenly stopped um Ooh. and my mind was just still i remember mm. i was just it was restless and it was it was bouncing everywhere and then suddenly it was it was just stopped and and it it was not only just uh, silent, but it was just also a change in feeling. Yeah. Um, like actually how my mind felt as if like, you know, if you were to smoke a joint or something, your mind, you would feel different, right? Uh, or have a cigarette or have some drinks. You would feel different. Yeah. It, it felt different, okay. you know, something, dif- something some different. Some new chemistry on, anyway. was at play in your synapses. It wasn't like strong or something, but it was yeah. like I noticed it. You know, it, my mind was very okay. silent. Um, I remember but I was still analyzing in my head. Describe yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I, I um, and also it was, it wasn't necessarily visual, but I, it was kind, kind of visual. I don't know. Like it felt as if I was just like in a in a church, just myself in a big church, um, well, and you know it's quiet but it's um still you know Mm -hmm. and um uh i remember vaguely kind of like seeing like uh like in my mind uh you know if you close your eyes you can it's dark but you can see some lights and stuff like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. kind of like it's kind of like took the form of a buddha <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know not like oh, clear outline or anything yeah. but just like it just looked like one to me just very blurry um the, the, but then that could just be my my mind manifesting it like that outline uh, anyway. a fat buddha by the way yeah yeah was it a fat buddha no no just normal um, oh, okay. thin one um yeah and I, I, um, I mean, I had lots of philosophical minds in my in my head at this time. I, 
I, I, how I saw it was, it was a flight, you know, it was, I was in this church, so to speak mm. in my mind, just for lack of a better word. And, and it was kind of like shielding um, all the thoughts of the ego um, to just keep this still okay. moment of stillness in my mind, mm. you know, whereas before it was just thoughts, thoughts, thoughts everywhere bouncing yeah. around inside this we can call it this the church as well where now it was outside and it was there i was still thinking and i was thinking i remember st- thinking about like what is what's going on here like why is it suddenly going to stop um um and i remember thinking at the end i uh shit like i think there's only like uh, a little i was still aware that i was meditating profanities coming in <laughs> your mind well no i was just like bugger bugger um, bugger there's uh, only probably a little bit of time left um i wish i could continue it yeah uh, a bit longer so that's that's the thought process of why i want to try and make it longer because you know there is a point probably where your mind is just restless and then but if you, you just get... have the discipline the commitment to sit down and meditate a little bit longer maybe i could get to that level that point again where yeah. i have that complete stillness in my mind but supposedly you can, you can even get into it faster as well like you don't need that because long period maybe. of trying to settle down your mind because you, you can get into that phase within minutes yeah maybe you know yeah and you can, you can I, I was trying to do it whilst... in the i didn't but that was the second day and i don't think i really got to that kind of um state again um, i was i think i was overthinking it maybe a little bit i was trying to recreate it and uh, uh, yeah um interesting but anyway i mean I think that's why i think didn't help. it was kind of like a culmination of everything oops my uh, battery is running out soon by the way so I just a little warning and we've only got a minute and a half left anyway but i mean we can we can we can come back on no and then talk a little bit more and maybe you yeah but charge my, up my mac might go to sleep um how about uh, what's the moment. percentage <laughs> what's the percentage Oh, 10%. Oh, that's not bad, actually. Okay. Oh, yeah, we, can, we, can, we can come back on. Because then, then your Mac will sleep soon unless plugged into a power outlet. But anyway. Well, plug it right. in for five minutes and then we'll come back into it. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Nice. Cool. Catch you on the other side for more meditation. Silent mm. meditation conversation. <laughs> that works. I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank all those that have listened to this point. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. The conversation continues on Twitter at ChetVenture. Um, please head over there, follow us, Instagram if that's your thing. But really, the action's on Twitter and soon to be on, on YouTube. We'd appreciate your follow. Thank you so much. We're, we're back in. Uh, send, send that strongly worded letter to Zoom. I hope, hopefully they'll reply positively or mm. else we move our custom i think anyway, i think this is quite a long podcast so that's one i thing think this is quite we, a long we, conversation yeah but i, th- I hopefully yeah. an interesting one i definitely picked up a few points but that so so that that, that was your experience uh, in, in a nutshell i think we've right? explained zen better than any of these books i've read if i'm gonna be uh we, we've also explained not, why not it's hard to, to explain so yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> which is i think an important part that's which is important we're trying to use language to explain something that's best explained without using language so <laughs> mm. that's a good thing about podcasts really right is that you i think it's hot it's easier to to absorb information and 
um when you're when you hear someone having a conversation about it because it's more relatable rather than just reading i think that a converse- few words off a page exactly and i think that conversational medium also allows that kind of natural sense of uh, exploration of the topic because it's not like you know what one's a kind of dictation of ideas but in this kind of mm. context it, we kind of need a different medium right we need the conversation we need that ability to explore what's hard to articulate like- what the experience was yeah yeah but just a conversation as well i think even i think if you learned even in school actually through conversation yeah uh, even hearing a conversation rather than being told like a bunch of facts is actually probably a better way to learn we should start something it's true we should start something yeah learning through conversation it's through the medium of discovery pick up some ideas well you know what i was thinking what we need now on this podcast is 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 a buddhist monk is one of these guys maybe the lady that if she speaks good english i think sounds like she's from europe she right and so good she, english, yeah. yeah and she works with sure. foreign foreign uh, tourists so for, for sure um yeah uh, i wonder if she'd be interested think... in coming on and explaining more because like last time we kind of set it up and then we got your dad on uh, as the expert mm. to kind of explain our <laughs> our various kinds of um ideas that we stumbled across through previous podcasts and I think here again we were starting another arc of, of kind of exploration and, and probably the series on zen in mm. a way would, mm. would 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 do well to have somebody um who's really experienced and we can ask them all these questions that we we had maybe the audience has to you know write it yeah write in the comments yeah. and then we can pick up on that i think she's uh, been on um um she's been interviewed uh before there's an article of uh, that of that interview on um on her web page i think um, <laughs> it's just like an empty document just just silence <laughs> and just, and well, then just in, in the middle of the page like like a, like one of those questions what do you call them the what koans that's it that was cool. the whole thing silence then a koan and silence again and you've got to fill in the gaps <laughs> that that was the interview that's what you got to learn um <laughs> No, 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 it would, it would be interesting to chat. Um, and so it's, it's good to know that she's been to me before. Cool. And maybe. Let me try. I mean, maybe she doesn't have uh, the suitable uh, uh, equipment to do a podcast. But uh, I mean, the, the place that we were staying is very old. But actually, she lives somewhere. Uh, she doesn't actually stay there, um, but she maintains it. Um, she goes there, spends there. Maybe goes we just day. get her in, like, yeah. Well, however she's comfortable, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe just say like ten minutes. But um, was, yeah. And, and aside from that, maybe way a way we can prep. Plus, I think last time we said we'll, we'll do this. We'll we'll do a task as a spin-off as well, like to to see if we can extend the gain. So, again, such a such a capitalist way of thinking. You put in this resource of your time. Let's see if we can uh, <laughs> kind of, you know, build on that benefit um, by doing meditation ourselves. Now, I'm thinking maybe we try Should and we do, do a that. podcast with us meditating during the podcast that's exactly what i was worried about that was my joke about the <laughs> ladies interview being like with a blank page <laughs> oh okay sorry <laughs> it's like yeah, <laughs> silent podcast no, <laughs> no conversation podcast that is um, the topic yeah um no but it's like well so it's, you, you've experienced this um 
you're you're ahead of the curve uh, against me with this. You've been doing it for a long time, and then you've been to the retreat. But it sounds like I think you sold it. I think I think there seems to be a tangible benefit, um, one that you have to actually, you know, it's, it's like exercise, I guess. You only experience the benefit once you do the exercise, you know. Um, right now, mm. we just see. I've I've seen the six pack abs. Let's put it that way. And I'm like, all right, that that seems like something I want. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the I result mean, of meditation. I, I think you know you could you could practice meditation at home, um, try and practice mindfulness at home. But if you're like me, you know that uh, is one who is quite easily distracted um, with just everything that's going on around you, work, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, going on a retreat like this is really helps. No, I don't want to. I don't want to say this is like fast track because um, there is no such thing as a fast track. But it's it's um, it's this way to heaven. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you, you are doing, I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, actually probably, probably doing things, things like uh, hallucinogens, LSD or, or, or uh, mushrooms might be a fast track to getting enlightened, but uh, um, no, I mean, it, you, scripture. You, you are, you are spending that time away from your phone you know these no, you know, like every day you, you, away from you're the hyper simulation when i'm on the train here i just see everybody all glued to their phones eyes glued to the them, phones yeah. as, right and um here um you're you're really not not just uh thinking about mindfulness you are you you are living you forced living. You, i don't say forced to because we you you really appreciate it at the time that you are doing it, but you are living, um, you are forced to be live uh, that week in complete mindfulness state. Okay. Um, and in that sense, it is kind of a fast track. I, I do feel that I learned more in that one week than I have in the mm. past year or two, you know? Mm. That's, I mean, that's incredible. I mean, more than a fast track, and it's like, it's like, it's like an intense course, right? It's loosely. like, yeah 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 it's like it's like it's like it's like you can mess around learning a language or piano or an instrument like here and there and then you can go on a course and and just do that you can do an exchange you know if you're learning language best way to do it is to go and exchange on that uh in that country yeah it's an immersive experience which is the whole point of uh, our podcast as well just more focused hours on that thing and therefore you learn faster well does so so what would you say so you're 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 doing 20 minutes a day right at the moment is that correct uh i did 20 minutes in the first uh first one back i did 15 minutes this morning uh hopefully i'll i won't do less (laughs) next one i'll try to go back to 20 minutes even or even longer how would you feel if we said that for the next 10 days so i think the next podcast is going to be in 10 days like after i get back from holland or something maybe we can do one from Mm. holland I, i don't know but um but you know we clock 20 we minutes from home, of please. sitting down can you can you can we do joe rogan style you smoking a joint whilst doing the podcast from, from a field full of windmills uh yes because there you can do it right it's not like you're breaking any laws well actually it's not illegal it's not legal in in, in uh, holland but it's it's not it's not you can still do it <laughs> We'll probably have to check uh, check the legality of it, but it would be <laughs> pretty cool if you could do. Well, yeah, uh, well, and, and the, mm, I'm just a little. <laughs> uh, 
do I really uh uh yeah what, what I don't know I don't know I don't know why I feel um I think that's quite a nerve-wracking thing why I don't know like I, I don't really want to do you feel inappropriate doing it on the podcast I do I feel I oh. feel like it's a very like like this is a whole thing, right? That a lot of people read a lot into this kind of stuff, and it's like one of those image things. I'll be honest, that like I I I don't smoke I don't smoke weed. I haven't for years and years mm. and years. Mm. Um, of course, at uni, what a few times. Even better. So, yeah, exactly. And so and so like to do it because you last time I remember did it with you. You have a very goofy laugh, which is very we can funny. Try and do it in a very <laughs> tasteful way, in a more kind of yeah. introspective rather than like a messing around kind of way. Because also, if I were to, oh there, yeah, yeah, if no, I was no, to do no. it again, if you're doing, I would. I think if you smoke on a podcast, it cannot be anything but introspective. And you're, yeah, you're, you're something and, and a bit more I profound think, than think, like, oh yeah, like, oh, it will be uh, profound. Just, yeah, I think, I think mm. your thought, people's thought process when you are when you smoke weeds actually it's more uh it's deeper i think i think you you think things that can you, be or my, you go my... down avenues of thought that you wouldn't do if you were sober uh, uh, yeah I, I i i have another way of um of phrasing that i struggle with logic <laughs> <laughs> i struggle with logic when, but but but, but, yeah, but I it's guess a it different way of thinking about things, right? Yeah, I mean, why not? It could be a different way. Well, I this. mean, it's if you want to, if you want to, we can. If you always say it'll be fun. Yeah, let's see. Like, if we could do it, like, if if it were more of an experiment, something tasteful, something that could yield something new and interesting, rather than, uh, yeah, um, because I don't know, I don't know. Um, I, it's very, very public too, right? <laughs> like you know, and again. Yeah for years and years and years haven't so yeah let's see um point is would you like to do the 20 minutes so let's point is let's try and do a podcast in holland i will be let's 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 try and do it let's (laughs) say from from the windmills maybe that would be Mm. something uh interesting a little interesting place to do it um let's and and and, uh, but up until that point would you like to do 20 minutes of meditation like on the clock let's see if we can last that long in one go but at least on the clock we have 20 minutes a day of sitting down committed to meditation both of us both of us both of us until that point and then we can also talk about like the practicalities around how that felt to do um and Mm. the benefits of it and then again Mm. like part part of the series and then and then the third one will probably be the uh, actual um, monk coming on and, and explaining you know if we can get her on yeah but yeah it, yeah, if, yeah, yeah. hopefully fingers crossed um and yeah okay let's do that and maybe i'll then end up having to do some meditation in a in a field in kent as well <laughs> or somewhere or on a van or something because i have to commit to 20 minutes and i won't be home all that time so it'd be kind of an interesting one um mm. yeah all right Sounds cool. Sounds cool. Um, by the way, were, were you hungry at all on the retreat? Like, was all this vegetarian food like, satisfying <laughs> you? Or? That's uh, I can imagine, like, uh, you... <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, you can... There's a set amount of food, and 
you can go back for seconds. You know, they, she said, you know, if you want more food, don't don't ask me if you can go back. Just go get some okay. more food and eat as much as you want or however much is there. Um, and I always, I remember thinking like Cheta would be that guy because, you know, some people would, they just like, they finish and they sit there in silence. And like, <laughs> you know, might be a bit embarrassed to keep going back and getting more food. But yeah. I can definitely see you being that person. <laughs> um, I, I didn't get <laughs> no, I, 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 I did go back to the third once. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, there you go. You're that person too. Just yeah. get over well, no, it. It was only once, but um, um, it was one one of the girls there, this Korean girl. Um, mm. She she always uh, went back for seconds, and uh, that was quite funny. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I didn't get hungry. I didn't. Okay, it was uh, it was it was enough. E- eggs and things like that, and dairy, or no. just pure like vegan, basically. And and was like the main protein tofu, or was there a variety yeah. of things? Main, main protein, yeah, it was tofu. tofu, tofu, yeah, soy. There were no eggs. Right. Um, it was basically just vegan. But I mean, she she's even said she's not vegetarian. You know, mm. she was like, I I very basically vegetarian. Mm. very rarely eat meat but you know and then she was like quite funny like you know I, i'm german you know it's uh it's hard to it's hard to uh not crave the having a nice sausage sometime or something like that yeah you know, like, nice uh, nice um the, yeah the reincarnation and sometimes she'll have a, yeah. some sake or something like that occasionally but mm. yeah i mean whole, i saw, it, Myanmar, I saw if they get given um if they get given meat they eat it they, they and beef mm-hmm. whatever you know so it's, it's, it's a, again maybe a conversation to have with if, if she can come on or anyone can come on it'd be interesting to have like around vegetarian and buddhism um because mm. i think we will have the perception that they are strict vegetarians but it's not the case and then if it's not the case how do they philosophically what make is sense of that well, what is it? it what is what is it? exactly that's that, that's the question yeah um mm. cool interesting all right well hope everyone at home found that interesting too or home wherever you are i don't know maybe listen to this whilst flying or driving um if you've got any ideas or comments anything we missed out your own experiences about this stuff we'd love to hear it in the comments below um or head over to the website chatventure.com and hit up the newsletter and then we can stay in touch directly too yeah send you send you stuff Stuff that you'll like. I hope, uh, I hope by I, tracking yeah. you and segment. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I hope I hope everyone's feeling enlightened after my uh, my uh, sharing my experiences. Yeah, Mike's so. Mike's Mike's hidden. Like there was a point you let it slip, Mike. That, that, that you that you showed your true 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 hand. That you are that you are the Buddhist monk with the enlightenment. You're I think just, so. Uh, and I'm and and coming back. There is a chance. A more humble form. You can talk Especially to us. after our task of meditating every single day for twenty minutes, there's a chance that I won't even be back for the next one because I would. <laughs> you never send it. I won't. Yeah, I would have send it. I won't be in this plane of existence. You'll be reabsorbed so by by if, the universe. If, yeah, I would have. Yeah, unless I become a bodhi bodhivista, bodhi vista, yeah, and I become enlightened, but choose to stay here to help other people in reach enlightenment. Well, I'm trying to, yeah, but, I, I, I think I think you're there already, Mike. I think you're there already. I think I am there, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, fuck you guys. Actually, I'm going to just go now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going back, back to source, back to. Uh, uh, 
What am it's I doing a, here? Still trying to help you all. Good Samantha, such a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In this, once I still got this young body that I've I've, I've been in for yeah. the last one thousand four hundred years, but just you know, exactly forgotten so about it. So on that note, yeah, on that note, I'm that's off. it. End of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's, Mike's Mike's ascending. <laughs> yep, I am going. It's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. But well, yeah. So. I, I, if I don't see if I if I don't see the next one, I I, I know what's happened and I'll, I'll tell your mum about it. Exactly. And uh, okay, and she'll get you back. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, cool. But yeah, otherwise, I hope you're joining us. Ciao, 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 ciao. Until the next one.